When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys, just a heads up. We're going to be extra funny tonight because we just got back from seeing Bob Saget. Whatever happened to predictability? <laughs> the milkman, the paperboy, and evening TV. Uh, Bob Saget on my list. Really? Uh, I mean, maybe he not. Is, he is an old guy. I mean, we know Stay, Stamos is on your list for sure. What Sorry, about? I'm trying to pull up my notes. Yeah, you're really uh, <laughs> leaving me hanging on Wait. what's going on with Bob Saget Here in your list. Here we go. Okay. We, uh, Here there we, we go. go. Here we go. So, O-M-L? Uh, O-Y-L? Uh, actually, just happy to hang out with him. Happy yeah. to spend about an hour with him at the comedy club. Sure, yeah. But, about ready to leave when the show was done. Yeah, but like, uh good. Yeah, but, but a fun a fun show. Yeah, funny guy. Yeah. Funny he guy. He seemed to have kind of the same take on Danny Tanner that I do, too. So What's that? We're just like, this character is ridiculous. Like, I mean, of course. No, I know, but you know, you could see somebody. Oh, that's your hot take on Danny Tanner. You, but uh, that's a hot take from the man who played Danny Tanner. It takes a little bit to uh, keep that distance when you've invested. What is it now? Like twenty years of his life, off and on playing. I feel like this that's guy. the only that's the only position you can take. <laughs> the only sane like, position what else are a you person do? could take. You're gonna take him real seriously as a real human. He uh, could go Daniel Day Lewis and get real method <laughs> yeah. about it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, hot off, hot off from a stand up live Huntsville day. Right the high. I bet they would sponsor us. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. not. <laughs> maybe they would. Uh, well, we're just gonna start acting like they do. What do you got going on there? You're pulling your dress up itching. now. Now, who gets to look at who itching and fussing and I'll tell you what, Danny, Danny Tanner, <laughs> Bob Saget, uh, was talking a lot about being loud, snoring. Yeah, yeah, that's you. No, I know. I'm a real Bob Saget type. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout outs? Shout outs. So we only have one shout out uh, from a review. It's a, our old friend Boonter Doggy posted Aww. a new review. I know. Good to hear from, from the old dog again. Wait a again. minute. Boonter Doggy is the one who always says that we get the vehicles wrong. Is that Boonter Doggy? Maybe. Now I don't remember. I'm sorry, Boonter Doggy. But uh, what Boonter Doggy is howling about this time is that we haven't played the raw, here for the wrong reasons, Siren. In a while. Oh. Which I agree with. I mean, we had a lot of people who were here for the wrong reasons. Why I might say that Aaron 
was here for the wrong reasons? Nope, that's incorrect. Okay, I might say You're that confusing Thomas Aaron with Thomas. Oh, like Katie You're did. You're like Katie. Yeah. <laughs> so I might say that Aaron wasn't here for the wrong reasons. Thomas was Carl. Thomas, but Car- Carl called Thomas out. Carl on, was the one who said he was going to be famous. No, that's Tom. I feel like don't don't no, go down no. this road if you don't know who any of the no, gentlemen are. The one are. who at the at the men tell all we were like, who is this guy? Oh no, not Carl. What was that guy's name? Brendan? No, no, the guy who was like who had that feud with Aaron the first night. Thomas. Oh, Cody. Cody. Thank you, Jesus. We just learned these people. Yeah. yeah. All right. You're well, the one that brought it up. Well, no, Boonter Doggy's the one who brought it up. <laughs> uh, so I blame Boonter Doggy for this. But here, the point is, we had a lot of guys here for the wrong reasons. Here's the siren for all of them. All right, so Boonter Doggy, did you enjoy it? Was it good for you, Boonter Doggy? <laughs> was it as good for you as it was for us? Um, all right, so let's shout out a town. We got that one person that one time who uh, emailed us and said that they were from that Alabama town that we shouted out, so maybe lightning will strike twice. Opelika? Yeah, Opelika, our Opelika listener. Yeah. yeah. All right, so why don't you give me a number between, uh, let's say... Uh, 900 and 1,000. I want to go international. So what range am I looking at here? No, that's, I mean, we can, I can just try to find something international. Please do. Okay, let me, let me find some of our listeners who are not in the States. Let's see, boy, I'm really digging down here in the 1100s, 1200s. Deep deep digging. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I'm digging deep, digging deep. What are we going to find? Boy, this is, uh, I should have planned for this a little bit better. <laughs> should have known what you wanted. Okay. Um, Pogo Chico in the Philippines. Ooh. Yeah. And right below that, Krakstad in Viking, Norway. <laughs> oh, good morrow. <laughs> Krakstad. Uh, somebody in one of the reviews was saying that our, that my, oh, I know, somebody was calling me out for a, for our bad North Carolina accents, saying that not everybody there talks like they're speaking through molasses. (laughs) (laughs) Like they got just a bit of molasses on their tongue. Uh, that's the joke. (laughs) Our accents in real life are really good. We do them bad on purpose to make you guys laugh. Well, actually, I often will adopt a character for days and blend in seamlessly in locales around (laughs) the world. I pretended to be a visiting professor from Norway for an entire (laughs) semester, and nobody knew. No one was the wiser. (laughs) Uh, All right, should we... Just jump in. Yes, we should. Let's do it. Okay, so we got hometowns. So I have to say, I mean, they do the best they can, but this is one of the places where the show really, really fucking suffers, suffers from really COVID. It really suffers. It does. I mean, it's cute. Like, Justin is making the best of it. Like, oh, look over here. It's Baltimore. Mm, and like, I mean, what else? That making that like... Yeah, what else can you do? I mean, what would I do if I had to be like, welcome to Shreveport? Actually, that's in my notes. Here's I, Brookshire's. I was going to ask you what you would do right. on a hometown okay. date. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I've taken you on a hometown date before. Mm-hmm. 
So what? We went to Brookshire's probably, probably which is we a grocery store. To Ethereal, which we isn't open to anymore. Ethereal, yeah. which is closed. One of the owners has died. Yeah, we probably went to Norton's. Uh, which is a park. Yeah. We would maybe drive by, do a just do a little school circuit. Oh, where, sure. Because all the schools that I went to are within about yeah. ten yards of each other. Yeah. I uh yeah, definitely. Uh, I would high. take you yeah. out to a just a random field and sure we could drink some Boone's Farm wine. Yeah, until yeah. you throw up. Uh huh. Yeah, which wouldn't take much for me. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, pretty lightweight over here. Oh, out to the lake. You scratching something with your foot? No, with my hand. Oh, yeah. with a pencil on your foot? No, or just my fingers. Stop it. <laughs> I'm itchy. Um, I feel like I got I'm all missing... those bug bites. Maybe I would take you to the fairgrounds. You've never taken me to the <laughs> fairgrounds. Um, what fairgrounds? You would take me for a drive-through alcoholic drink. Oh, I thought you meant just like a drive-through shooting, which would also be <laughs> also work. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just I'm curious both what you would do uh, and then how you would recreate this experience. I in would New take Mexico. you to Mall St. Vincent, <laughs> where we would shop at none other than Victoria's Secret, the Limited, and the Express. All in one mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as well as Dillard's. Yeah. Ever heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fancy. Uh that would be about it. Oh, There's we- a home town we would go to betty virginia park yeah until recently there was that playground equipment where you could just drop through the big hole right and just land on the ground yeah yeah where one uh, jennifer garner's children once played i would take you by the house of one bill joyce who (laughs) won that oscar that one time Oh, the guy who for that short who, film. Yeah, who are yeah. one of our friends here is like obsessed with him. Really? Yeah. Okay. Julia. Okay. Oh, sure. Well, all well, things Shreveport. Because like, he's from Shreveport. Yeah, he's Shreveport royalty. <laughs> um. Yeah, that would be about it. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Be about it. Mm-hmm. Good trip to Shreveport. Great trip to Shreveport. I love Shreveport. We could go to the vault where, uh, what, Luke Wilson? Who got in a fight at the vault? Or no, who didn't uh, Josh Brolin get in a fight? Yes. At one of the bars, so we could do that. Yeah. Yeah, because for a while, gang, you may not know this, but Shreveport was big on the tax incentives, and they uh, had a lot of celebrities coming through to film film their films, Mm -hmm. tell Mm -hmm. their stories in the cinema. Uh, When we went to Seattle, you took me to Hot Shots to get coffee. Yep. To Porta and Subs. to your parents' megachurch. Yeah. So, so that was a great trip to I Seattle. could recreate that. <laughs> yeah. That was, that you did. You drove me by Porta Subs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we got a went sandwich. to your parents' megachurch, and the pastor drove down in a motorcycle. On a motorcycle, yep. Mm-hmm. And then we went home. Yeah, there's there's your trip. Welcome to the Pacific, yeah. <laughs> the beautiful Pacific Northwest. <laughs> what a time. All right. Uh, so, but the point being is that I mean, I don't really see what other solutions they have, but these hometowns are lame. Yeah, and I feel like the Canada date was cute the first time right. we did it. Serena. With Serena yep. C or Serena P, whichever Serena Serena it was. L, Serena yeah. Q, yeah. Uh, um, I don't need to be, I don't need to do a set. Like, first of all, this is an American franchise. Can we please <laughs> keep Americans on this show? America first. <laughs> um, second of all... 
like all right another canada date please. well right like we know like we know the maple syrup thing like oh it's cute that blake says that he's used maple syrup in the bedroom i don't buy it first yeah, of that's all stupid it's too sticky that reeks oh. of a yeast infection all <laughs> yeah. that sugar oh no, no way that's no not way. a smart yeah. choice yeah that's a bad idea blake Ugh. um uh, I mean, clearly the highlight of the hometown date with Blake was the fact that Blake's brother is your doppelganger. Yes, he looks exactly like me, lucky bastard. And whatever women uh, get to uh, enjoy his good looks. I feel like his biceps were bigger. Well, yeah, but he was probably wearing yeah. one of those special shirts. He was like, Hollywood, you. <laughs> yeah, Canada, guys, me. newsflash, if you are on Instagram as Ryan is and you get targeted with some sort of t-shirt that's supposed to... Make your Build biceps your look huge. Muscles. I thought that it was going to be a shirt with a built-in bra. No, they treat it like that, but it's just a shirt. What do you mean they treat it then like they, that? They like show it on the thing. They show the guys putting it on, and they're like, pecs look huge. <laughs> so they just are fooling you. Well, you know you what I... You just got bamboozled. Here's what I think it is. I think I just need to get a smaller size. <laughs> what size did you order? Large. You I think I need to zip myself into a... meat. Not in this shirt. <laughs> This shirt is worn tight. It's like a wetsuit. So you just paid for a t-shirt. Yeah, but it was like a $20 t-shirt. But it's but it's literally just, like there's no special material. I mean, it, it was supposed to have special material. Did you yeah. read any reviews of this special no. shirt? What company is this, by the True way? True Classic Tees. Sponsor us, this True is, Classic yeah. Tees. This is an anti-sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> True Classic Tees, we wouldn't let you sponsor this podcast if you paid us. She's lying. We would be happy <laughs> to have you as a sponsor. Well, I'm just saying, guys, be aware of the internet. Ryan is <laughs> too old and he's getting tricked. I got catfished you did you, did. you got t-shirt fish by this shirt company what is it called true classic tees I mean that alone no there's like an original like they've been making these for a hundred years I'm sure yeah and you and Nev Shulman <laughs> I don't know who that is it's the catfish oh the guy. catfish guy sure sure yeah. okay so um what do we want to say about this Blake date I feel like there wasn't a lot. There's a. Um, I feel oh. like you're getting hit by different things too. Like this just says that their shirts are butter soft and not too boxy. You know, maybe that's maybe I got this company confused with there another. There was another company. company that was like, "We will mold your yes. chest." Yes, maybe I got that company and this company confused. So that shirt is butter soft. It is, and it's not too boxy. This so also okay, claims that they wash well. Never mind, True Classic Tees. You're back in. We are sorry for holding you accountable for claims made by another company. I want to know what that company was. <laughs> That's what I need to buy. Well, shoot, I need to get back on the internet and get targeted by more ads. Okay. So uh, what do we have to say about Blake and Katie here? Um, besides uh... him putting syrup in his drinks and on his women, apparently. Um, I have in my notes, Katie's biggest fear is spiders. I don't know what that's uh, so they... in relation to. You okay? Yeah. Do you want to okay. just belch right into the microphone? More than anything, yeah. They play that darts. You really don't remember what that's in? Yeah, right. They play the darts you game with the like balloons. like 20 pages of notes. It's, and you it's out of order. the basic... My notes. Here's what I have. Here's what it reads in the order. Blake has used syrup in the bedroom. Katie's biggest fear is spiders. I don't even have to look at my notes to tell you what that is in reference to, which is the game of darts that they play. Where, where the balloons then, pop. And you're either going to get a sexy question mm -hmm. or a dare. Or a sexy dare. And then they're like, 
touch my favorite body part. And then Blake just grabs her ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Then one of the questions is, would you move to Canada? And Katie, always willing to have a real in-depth mm-hmm. discussion, says, always a possibility. Yeah. So, <laughs> Love knows? is all you need. So, this is skipping ahead. And I'm just going to go ahead and... Put my apology out there to Miki because I'm coming down hard on Katie in this episode. Okay, interesting. I agree with a little bit of what Greg said about her just acting like the Bachelorette and not not facing what is real. We've said it. We've said it, said it all along. So do you want to get to that? Because I think most of our episode is going to be discussing this. Um, no, I'm just Okay, I'm okay, just, a preview. Uh, yeah. Preview just of what's coming attractions. If anybody here is looking, I also will shit on Greg. Sure. Because as I have said, I don't like anyone. Um, I'll tell you who I'm liking a little bit is Blake. And I really like Blake's mom. Yeah, and Blake's really hot brother. Mm, we didn't really oh. see him. Oh, God. He's so good looking. Mm, yeah. No. Nah. Okay. I feel like there was a reason why they featured the sister a lot. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that was an opportunity to maybe like have a little bit of a more serious conversation and she just doesn't. Yeah. No, also, we'll get... like for real, that's a, a different country. <laughs> Are you moving to Canada? Right. Yeah. No, that is true. That is a very good point, which is... Yeah, is, <laughs> I mean, this is when they're supposed to be talking about this stuff because, you know, she's supposed to get engaged next week. Apparently, there's only one episode left. Right. That's what the season's almost over, gang. And we yeah. still have not seen spoilers, so we're just going to say that right now because I feel like there might be some serious shit that happens that people know about, but we don't know right. about it. So well, also, we're into this blind. For a sex-positive season, this looks like they're really giving the fantasy suites a short shrift. Surprise, surprise. Well, uh, first of all, I mean, I noted, so because so Michael left. they're blending together the fantasy suite episodes and, and the, the finale. Yeah. yeah. But w- now with Michael gone, like she at best is only going to get to bone two guys with Michael and Greg gone. So I feel well, like that's. it's only three. I know, but still, that's one Michael extra. Michael wouldn't have been getting boned anyway. Well, uh, let's be honest. It, Justin wasn't going to get boned if Michael stuck around. No, you don't think so? I think she was... I feel like Michael, A, and Greg were her final two. Sure, yeah. No, it does suck that, like, her final two sort of excuse themselves. Blake is her Victoria P. She's just keeping him around because she wants to see what all this action is about. Oh, what this syrup situation is? Yeah, the syrup situation, the dick that that shaman was like, it's It's, magnificent. It's beautiful. That's true. I forgot about that. She's keeping him around to bone, and then she was either going to pick Michael A or Greg, but Yeah, I mean, she basically fucking told Greg she was going to pick him. But anyways, we'll get there. We'll get there. Speaking of Greg, while Blake and Katie are having their date, Greg is brooding like a fucking... Robert Pattinson vampire on the balcony. Yeah, so they um, they do a couple of other things. They do a moose ride that's mm-hmm. a bit like a mechanical bull. Yeah, like the mechanical will. hog they've got down at the old Whiskey Bottom, another potential sponsor for us. And then um, they're playing hockey outside, and we just get a shot of Greg, as you said, mm-hmm. like staring forlornly from his hotel balcony right which does suck like but damn it greg go inside exactly (laughs) yeah what are you doing buddy isn't there anything good on tv like are you going to hike in uh 
New Mexico. Yeah, have a good time, buddy. And he says, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the blue, I got a glimpse of their one-on-one. I feel sick to my stomach. (laughs) I feel like Greg is like Robert Barone. He's so dour. That is an unflattering comparison. Yeah, but well, he's a little bit of an Eeyore type. He I is. Think. Yeah. Like, damn it, Greg. I mean, I'm not like you don't have to be happy all the time. But I just he always seems like such a sad sack. And yeah. he even says, like, I haven't been happy since my dad's death. Again, I'm questioning, like, Greg, why did you think it was a good idea to go on this show? It's becoming clear and clear that it's not a good idea for anybody to go on this well, show. that's but, true. Yeah, but no, I think Robert Barone, I would say more like a goth, not a goth emo, like an emo it's not guy. goth. No, like an emo, per- like I feel like he's he always just kind of a little bit sad. like a sulky teenager. Yeah, yeah, right. Because uh, this is skipping way forward, but when she and Greg get in their big blow up, she says, I don't know how to naturally date multiple people up to the point of engagement. (laughs) Correct, Katie. I I had that in my notes, too. And I loved that quote. That's like the perfect description (laughs) of this entire show. You're correct. That's difficult to do. And that, I mean, we've been talking about this a lot over the last few seasons. I really think that the concept of this show might be at its breaking point. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly getting there. What with, like, consent and... I mean, there's just a general lack of respect, I right. feel like, for for all... I don't know, everybody involved. Like, we're having all these discussions about mental health. Right, right. Well, that's just it, is I think, like... In some, I think it's a good thing. Like, I think the slightly younger generation is like, yeah, this Fuck is this. fucked up. Yeah. yeah, like, what are you yeah, in the yeah. same way that they're like, no, I don't want to work sixty too hours much a of week. Like a circus. That yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. like you're not like I think older generations like when it first started, were like I want to find love and I'll be on TV to do it, and now yeah. people are like, I could be on Instagram. But like, fuck you. This feels disrespectful. Yes, right. I feel exploited. I by could this go program. on Love Is Blind <laughs> if I wanted a quality. Re- reality show i could go on sex box well i feel like damn i would at least rather go on like bachelor in paradise where you have a better shot well that's what i mean like i actually don't think that the bachelor in paradise concept is like at the breaking point no like this show is at the breaking point and i think we've seen enough like (laughs) real life fallout i mean damn colton had a breakdown Mm -hmm. it seems like rachel is done with the franchise matt basically had a fall apart katie seems pretty much there right um yeah i just i I don't know it it seems to it's like being it's like we've talked about with the people that try to be chair of our department (laughs) within a year it's exactly the the same situation well it's just like why would you do it to yourself like it's not worth it yeah no and that's that's kind of what i'm getting at is i think that eventually people are going to be like this show is it's not me where it's not worth me going on this show like i'm good like i'm not gonna find love i'm not gonna get famous so what's the point? Um. All right. Well, one point is that you get to meet someone that looks exactly like Kathy Najimi. Najimi? Najimi? Oh, Blake's mom? Yeah, from Hocus Pocus. Yeah, yeah. I see that. I hadn't thought about that. Oh, but yeah. You're right. Yeah, okay. Credit, Great. Maybe it is Credit her. to listener Sarah. 
Oh, she's the one that spotted it. it. She I had was, an eagle eye. I was too busy watching the Ryan Weber lookalike. Mm-hmm. We're looking to see what he would right. do. Turns out, not much. How uh, how could you take your eyes off him, though? <laughs> well, He's so handsome. I did. Yeah. Um, also, I liked his sister, who just like completely calls Blake on his yes. bullshit. She's yeah. like, so uh, this is the one now? Yeah. What happened to Tasha and Claire? Yeah, that was really great. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons the hometown families are fun is because it's one of the only times you get a stand-in for the audience. Yeah. Like someone who's the voice of the audience, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're not going to fall in love in six weeks. Like, yeah. this is stupid. You I know, feel like, like I, I wish that we had a few more disgruntled dads. Yes. Because I really like it when that happens. We didn't really have that this time. I feel like that Um, shows up more on the daughter. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, his mom asks, can you see her as your wife? Can you see yourself proposing? And he says, a hundred percent. And then the sister says, you need to man the fuck up and tell her you love her. So here's the thing. The sister is right, except look what happened to old Greg. Like, I do Um, think that... Well, here's what I would say, too, in response to that, is I think that they're all suffering from not knowing where the other men are, because Uh on another season where everyone was being, I love you, sluts, yes, that could harm them. But, like, at this point, honestly, I think Blake is fine not saying I love you. Um, And Katie has made it clear that she's not going to say it, so... You know. Right. Well, and that's part of what we see later is that Katie had decided not to say it. And Which so she I do was respect. Put, yeah. I do respect Right. That. Agreed. And But then she was put in an awkward situation and she you could tell in her brain that she just didn't know how to process it. I respect it, but I also feel like if that's going to be what you're doing... Maybe you tell the contestants that and then you're like, also, you don't have to say it to me until, you know, like it seems like a little bit of a raw deal Mm -hmm. to want them to be super forthcoming with their feelings and to say, I love you. But then she's able to to wait to until withhold. there's just one. Like I think that's shitty. No, that's fair. That is. I think to a little more, a little clearer communication on what the expectations are around the "I love yous" would be helpful. Equally important. What is the safari outfit that the sister is wearing? It was like a full-on like safari jungle getup. I felt like she looked like the like a character in a Disney sitcom that. Oh yeah, is real like bratty, but then maybe <laughs> it help, comes, like helpful. Drops underneath. the wisdom at the end. Yeah, like she's bratty yeah. for the whole episode, but or then like she's that, the one um, who. She's like that. The daughter on Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. The right. Stepdaughter. Right. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, who's yeah, I like that. Who's bratty but then ha- hits you with the insight that you need to hear. So Blake says he wants to tell her I love you, but then he doesn't. He says the word love is scary to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, he really chickens out at the end. Um he and said he and Katie play hockey and Katie's uh playing in her bare feet and then Blake whispers, "I feel so good about you." Ugh. And then she scores a goal and Katie says, welcome to America. (laughs) (laughs) She really did. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. It's just a funny thing to say. All right. Um, Meanwhile, time to go to Justin. To Justin. Yeah. Justin is on the phone with his parents who are like, you're acting like a fool. We're not right. coming down there. I'm not going to be on your stupid We're TV show. We're in a national show. pandemic, yeah, right. you dipshit. Right. We're not going to fly down there They're for like, this. we wouldn't do it anyway, but especially not during a pandemic. Yes. Right. Uh, they say that they've trusted his judgment, that they support his judgment, but 
They're not coming. Yeah, right. <laughs> we can support you from afar without yeah. making asses of ourselves mm-hmm. on national TV. I like the parents just putting their foot down and like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. I'll tell you who's not going to put his foot down is Herb. Herb. parents aren't here, but Herb and Tommy, Tommy. have oh, shown Tommy. up. To give them a real taste of Baltimore. Man, I thought that the guys that she or, actually had on the show were goobers. As but... the locals call it, Baltimore. <laughs> Voldemort. I'm going to get some negative reviews about that. <laughs> you don't know how we actually say Baltimore. It's not Baltimore. It's Balvador. <laughs> <laughs> it's Belvedere. It's Belvedere. It's Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Streaks on the china never mattered before. It is. Who cares? What's that R&B group? Not Mr. Belvedere. What what is it boys to men? No. no. <laughs> it's There's like a, a a rap group named Mr. Mr. Belvedere. Belvedere. Yeah. <laughs> Bo Bellevive DeBeau. Oh, Bellevive DeBeau. Yes, <laughs> that's them. Yeah, that's the actual pronunciation of this. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant that was the actual pronunciation of Bellevive DeBeau. Bellevive DeBeau. Nimbada bop. Have you heard of that rap group? Nimbada bop. Mr. Shoe sings their song "Poison" in Glee. Have you heard of that city? Nimbada bop. All right, so. Justin is from Beldamore. Nibbidabop. And uh, has, he has a welcome to Beldamore sign put up so that uh, Katie can feel welcomed. And then he asks her, oh, hang on, I'm going to ask you too. Okay. Blue cheese. Let's do a quick, let's, we're going to do a quick. Uh, Lover's quiz. Yeah. Okay. Blue cheese or ranch? Neither. Trick question. Ryan hates all salad dressings because yes, he's a fucking monster. It's true, because I hate flavor. If you order That's like, what I a really Caesar hate. salad, Ryan will just get it dry. No, if, I order a Caesar salad with dressing. Only because you're too embarrassed not it's to. It's true. You fucking hate dressing. I do fucking it's hate dressing. It's one of your most toxic qualities. It, it, it might be my most toxic no, quality. we talked about this last week. Your most toxic quality is always thinking that you're right. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I disagree. Give me one. Okay. Um, Cool Ranch or regular Doritos? Regular Doritos. Okay. Regular Fritos one. or ch- let's just do chips. Yeah, regular Fritos. You didn't know what I was going to say. Or chili cheese Fritos. Well. So regular Fritos. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fresca or Diet Sprite? What is the trashiest chip? Um, Funyuns. Funyuns. Chili cheese yeah, Fritos are up there. Yeah, that's true. Chili cheese Fritos are white trash. <laughs> now we're going to get some bad reviews. We are. Yeah. 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 That's classic. I thought uh, that I couldn't say Regular things Fritos like that. are fine. I thought Can I, I couldn't say things like that. I'm going to lose my What job. are you going to say that you're a hayseed, that they're for hayseeds? You're a chippist. <laughs> no. Or that they're for uh, hillbillies? Uh, I think sour cream and onion chips are awesome. You know what's a little bit trashy? What? Uh, those cheese flavored ruffles. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. What is yeah. that flavor? Yeah, I know. It's just like, like cheddar cheese and onion. Cheddar cheese and <laughs> no. onion ruffles. Yeah. No, it's a, what is that flavor? It's not cheddar cheese and onion. It's that's not it. Google it. What's it called? <laughs> All right. I know what you're talking about. Talk about. All chips. right. Let me give you another chip quiz. Okay. What's the classiest chip? Uh, just a classic, thick cut kettle cooked potato chip that you're eating 
with champagne. <laughs> what about a pita chip? Cheddar and sour cream. Oh, that's it. Yeah. A pita chip is not a real chip. It's a chip. It's no. right there. Oh, I said pita chip. What about chip. a poker chip? That's totally not the it's same It's a chip. Thing. <laughs> it's a, a chip in the name. All right. Well, poker chips are classy. What about a coconut chip? <laughs> what about a chip from Chippendale Rescue Rangers? <laughs> what about chip games? <laughs> All right, so pita chip is not a chip. What is it then? This is like a hot dog. Is a hot dog a sandwich or not? Well, not if it's a Seattle dog. <laughs> what What is a pita chip then? It's if it's like not a, a chip, it's a. Is it a cracker? It's like a cross between the two. It's Ooh. a hybrid. Okay. It's not a cracker. It's not a chip. Uh, there's your slogan, Stacy's. <laughs> We're a hybrid chip. Yeah. yeah, just like a hybrid car. Okay, so back to Justin being uh, bringing his Baltimore stuff. They get stuff. very excited because he asks blue cheese or ranch, and she says blue cheese, and he says shut up. Me too. Right at first, I thought he was mad about the situation, but there was he was just a so lot excited. of energy about that. A lot of energy answer. about blue cheese. Yeah, um, she describes him as confident and smooth, and he's a great kisser. Ouch, Connor! Yeah, really rubbing it in. Me out. <laughs> Claws are out. Um, Kitty don't play. <laughs> so I felt uh, like I, in general, that I got a sense of Justin's personality. Really? Because I feel like Justin just looks constantly surprised that he's still there. Well, sure, but that's part of his personality, yeah. I think. Um, he again, he. Seems, I like him. Well, he seems like a nice guy, but just like like most nice people, doesn't make great television. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Like, and we've talked about this before. Really, the nicer the person is, the less interesting they are on TV, usually. Yeah. And Herb does Herb or Herb? Herb. <laughs> well, he's various herbs oregano, oregano, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Herb. Herb asks Katie Herbal. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? <laughs> Um, no, Herb asks her um, how Justin has been, and she says that he's had a little bit of a wall up, and he's like, yep, that's a problem with Justin. Yeah, so we all know that about Justin. Because he's typically guarded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Herb and Tommy talk about how they're worried that it's going to be a little bit of a roadblock if Justin doesn't say, I love you. Right. And But they say he's usually not very affectionate. Seeing them interact, it's possible Katie could be the one. Um, so yeah, they uh, Justin is the guy. Katie says that it's been a slow progression. So we get sort of this sense overall that uh, just again, again, let's all be honest. We're surprised that Justin is still there. Correct. I mean, again, I mean we don't like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, again, I would have expected Andrew over Justin. Yes. When that cho- when it came down to that, like five to four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, whatever. Here he is. He's fine, he, and we got he's to meet here now. He's yeah. here. He likes blue cheese. <laughs> he's got a friend named Herb. He's telling us about <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really all I have mm-hmm. from the Justin yeah. hometown. Yeah, movie. and these the friends seemed like solid guys. 
Okay, I mean, really? Yeah, I mean, they seemed fine. Well, first of all, I liked her, but Tommy is weird AF. And then Tommy shows back up on the Greg date, so I'm 99% <laughs> sure that Tommy is just a like a like an actor PA. that they hired, yes. right? Yeah, like you've got to be two of the friends. Yes, they're on like this uh, Michael. We need you to come in here and pretend to be Tommy. And <laughs> he's also one of their Greg's interns. Brother. Yeah, <laughs> it's a challenging. Nobody dual will role. notice. <laughs> All right, we're, we're eagle-eyed. You're eagle-eyed. You're not gonna miss it. Are you ready? Yeah. Greg says that things are scary as hell, um, but he's focused on his relationship with Katie. Here's my thing. Okay. I don't ever feel like Greg has been in a good mood on this show. Yeah. He always looks down. Mm-hmm. He always looks like a little bit, I don't know. I don't want to say dour, depressed. Yeah. A little dour. Yeah. Like he's always... Yeah, just always looks like he's about two beats away from either yelling at you or crying or right. like leaving. Which him. also, that is all those things are true. He was about two beats yeah. away from all of those things. Yeah. And yeah. so to me, uh, you know, I saw a thing on Twitter that was like, oh, I've been saying that Greg had a red flag all along and like now everybody's turning on him. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, there's always been something a little bit, I don't want to say off about Greg. He just has not seemed very happy to be on this show right, ever. Right. And I do think you get that. You know, we had that with uh, Peter Kraus, mm-hmm. Kraus, Kraus, however you want to say it, uh, from on Rachel's season. Right. Like, I feel like he got to the final three and he was just like, I can't do this. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm yeah. out. And yeah. I feel like that's what's happening with Greg here. Which is weird because I heard a rumor that Greg is trying to, has been trying to get on this show forever. Really? Yeah, I heard a rumor. Maybe it was a different guy. You heard a rumor? I heard a rumor who? on the internet. No. From the internet. First of all, yeah. let's not phrase it that way. Yeah. Acting like you have... I heard a rumor. I got a phone call from Bob Guinea. And he- <laughs> yeah, let's you see. Yeah. It? You want me to carry it? Uh, they ride a tandem bicycle, which is apparently what you do in New Jersey. I also would not have pinned Greg as being from New Jersey. Uh, no, me neither. And nor is there a lot of surfing going on in New Jersey? Apparently. And when par- Kate down the shore. Apparently what you do in Jersey is you surf and you eat pork rolls. <laughs> That's Jersey. That is pretty Jersey. Uh, the Garden State. So I don't know. I couldn't find anything about it. So okay, scratch well, that why thing. Don't we, yeah, Ryan's about, just out yeah, here making I'm up making rumors, rumors about up, Greg. Yeah. I heard a rumor from myself that <laughs> Greg has been trying to get on this show for years. Um, See, I only question that because I feel like Greg, to me, clearly is still feeling the aftermath of his father's sure. death. Right. That is true. You're tired. I am. I'm just sleepy. I laughed. Right I got worn mic. out by laughing at Bob Saget. Yeah, I'm a little Brought worn all down. Your energy yeah. for Saget, and now you're yawning loudly yeah. into the microphone. Ooh, is that not the kind of energy you want to bring to this program <sighs> that we really. make? Yeah. Um, they play basketball because he says that basketball was the biggest part of his life with his dad. Mm-hmm. And he said that he hasn't really played since his dad passed away, but that he wanted to do it with her. Um, he tells her that his She's dad's name was Frank. Terrible at basketball. She by is the terrible. Way. Yeah. I feel like Greg is like trying to laugh it off, uh-huh. but he's also like, "Come on, bitch! Come on, make, make a basket. We're Come playing on. kiss well, you instead can, of horse." Right. Well, so. you could tell that he was like, "You know, we'll get to the, to the all the letters, and I'll get to kiss her." But he's like, "No, I actually wanted to make a basket. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just I'd actually just rather ready. you be good at this." Um, his mom, his older brother, and his 
quote unquote best friend Dave, mm-hmm. aka Tommy. Tom the intern. <laughs> um, they're there. Um, he says that they haven't seen him be truly himself over the past few years. Mm-hmm. And also says that his mom just wants him to be happy. I'm sure yeah. she does. Right. Yeah. God. Yeah, <laughs> me, me too. Go watch a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Go see Bob Saget live, Greg. You'll, You'll laugh. You'll laugh so hard. <laughs> You'll split your sides, my friend. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of talk. And with the parents and uh, with, with his mom and with his fake brother and siblings and also what Joe is his other brother that's not a plant. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like real positive and he's like, I'm going to marry this girl. I love this girl. I don't know what it is, but we get each other. Yeah. I mean, so going into the breakdown that ultimately happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I feel like Greg, Greg seems really good. Um, although I want to okay. say this. Okay. They, so they go, they meet the family. Um, he watches a video message from his sisters mm-hmm. and he starts crying. And I have in my notes, I feel like Greg is losing his shit. Yes. And then. <laughs> and then he does. Yeah, later on in the episode, uh, he, I feel like one of the. Yeah. Greg says, I feel like I'm losing my shit. Yeah. Called it. Called it. Nailed it. Greg is. He's. He's having. He seems too stressed out. He has mm-hmm. too much of an emotional response to this like video that his sisters are like, "Hey, Greg, we hope you're doing well. <laughs> Katie, you got a good one." We're and gonna he's go just hang like out with Snooky, bawling. Yeah, yeah. Jim <laughs> yeah. Tan Laundry. <laughs> we gotta go meet Tony Soprano. <laughs> Later, we're gonna go to Voldemort. <laughs> uh, but Greg is like sobbing over it, yeah. and he just seems. It seems like a lot on poor, yeah. poor Greg. And yeah. I would feel bad for him, except that, because you know, the dynamic that this honestly was reminding me of was Ben from last season. Uh huh. Who, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, the guy with Tasha. Yes, yes. The guy who had like attempted suicide right. a few times. Uh-huh. I feel like it's that same, like, super emotionally saturated energy yes. where it's yep. just like, you can tell they're going to lose it yep. at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like by lose it. I just, I mean, Greg starts crying and yeah, I was right. like, yeah, this felt like it was coming. Yeah. Um, but the difference is I feel like Ben goes kind of inward with it. Yes. And Greg yep. starts lashing out and acting like a dick. Correct. Correct. Well, and that's, I mean, we're almost there, but we'll get to it because I think Greg has a sympathetic concern that yeah. he then squanders all when sympathy greg for was like you didn't have a, a real response i was like i feel that greg yeah. like i thought that he was actually right to be initially annoyed with katie's lack of response mm-hmm. so you want to jump into that we're here let's all right. do it so yep. what happens is first of all we do have to say greg is wearing like a woolen sports coat with Uh a white hoodie on underneath that and that becomes important later when he has to pull the hood up to retract into himself emotionally he's like sulking and he literally pulls the hood up and he's like goodbye world right i'm a turtle going into my shell um so he's wearing that sports coat with the white hoodie sweatshirt and he tells his mom, I'm in love with this girl. I see me getting engaged at the end. I really do. 
And then Greg and Katie go off on their own. Mm-hmm. And he, at first he's like, what did you and my mom talk about? And she's like, uh, just Jersey stuff. Just girl stuff. Tandem, tandem bicycles. <laughs> Surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's legal in New Jersey. <laughs> Everything is legal in New Jersey. And then he says, I didn't think I was going to fall in love with you, but I am. I'm in love with you. This is real to me. I haven't been vulnerable with anyone else in my life. Um, And, and she goes. Well, ahead. he also says, I know I'm not going to have any regrets after this. Ooh, buddy. Ooh. <laughs> you might have regrets not only after this process, after that sentence. And she's quiet at first, mm-hmm. and he's like, what? Like, right. hey, say something. Yeah, hey, I just said I loved you. And she says, I just like looking at your face. <laughs> Which I saw a thing on, on the Twitter mm-hmm. um, that was like, if the roles were reversed and a female contestant were like emotionally open mm-hmm. And Ari was like, I just like to look at your face. Right. I I would be like, you fucking dick. Like, yeah. what a douchebag. It's true. I mean, I feel like Greg, say what you will about the way that it devolves from here. Yes. I think he's correct that Katie seems a little preoccupied with being the lead and like playing that role versus having legitimate... Like one-on-one real discussions about what life would will look like outside mm-hmm. of the reality show. Yeah, yeah, and we've said that the whole time. And again, I think my overall take on this is that Greg has a very legitimate <clears throat> concern that then falls apart. Thousand percent. Yeah. And then he acts like a dick. Yeah, that's and, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, he again. I would argue that he's not incorrect to feel annoyed. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, I'm surprised that this is the first time it's come up because like if I were Michael A and I asked you about like, hey, what, like, how do you plan on integrating yourself into your, like, my life with this young child? Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'll buy the juice boxes. Right. Uh, Like, it feels like Dean asking what your favorite dinosaur is. Yes, exactly. And like, I mean, I don't know if it, it, the contestants before him just were not as. Well, Michael A was like, "That's the greatest." He was like, "That's the best answer." Life. Well, yeah. like, are you just a dumbass? Yeah. Or, like, are you that blinded by the confines of the show? Sure, right. Um, so I feel like that did happen a few times leading up to this, and she got off easy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't know if Greg is just like a different personality. Right. Or, and I mean, he really like, again, in, uh, on a side for Greg, like he really did put himself out there and yeah. was very vulnerable. And, and she doesn't have to say, I love you back. No. Certainly not. But she could have said like, that's really meaningful to me. Like, I really have strong feelings for you. Yeah. I feel like there's a hundred things she could have done. Now, what I'll say is, and I think you will probably agree with this. I gotta fill my wine up. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hold on. Hold Ooh, on. Right in the middle of your big. Of uh, my big, big point. <laughs> oh, there it is. Continue. So. Here was the point I was going to make is I I mean, sympathize, I think, is the word I'm looking for here, because I feel like more than once in our relationship. Yeah, this is you. Yes, this is me. Yeah. That there have been moments where 
Like I didn't know how to process something You're initially. You're Katie and I'm Greg. Yeah, where yeah. I didn't know how to process something initially, and so I like really whiffed the res- like initial <laughs> response. Yes, and then have to spend a lot of time trying to dig out of that. But it's very hard to repair. Yeah, and I that's funny because I was thinking about the same thing. Um, because I do feel like I'm Greg, where and it's a really bad quality to have. Where if you make me mad, like we can't go back, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, because I, I and it's funny because watching the two of them, I felt really bad for Katie. And I know in my own brain that if she apologized, I felt like it was a very genuine apology. And she was like, we got to like, let's mm-hmm. figure out how to move forward. Mm-hmm. And again, even knowing all that and knowing that the right thing to do is to say okay like let's move on from here i do get like i i'm a i got some greg in me where i'm like fuck you man like you embarrass <laughs> like well yeah. honestly you embarrassed me on national mm-hmm. tv i put myself out there for you 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 weren't there for me right. fuck off you put like, a wall I'm done. up yeah. yeah i'm done yeah, yeah so Again, they have it's quite not the right, it's not the great greatest way to be but i did recognize but it is the greggest way to be <laughs> Greg the egg. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of discussion. I mean, I don't think that we have seen very many times in this show these extended of conversations. Like, no. where they just kind of let the... Ca- I know people have them, but I feel like they cut them down. Well, I feel like here. they finally felt a little less scripted. You yeah, know? well, that's it. And I mean, I do think... So again, ironically, I, Greg got what he was looking for. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I, I agree with your point that with Greg, that like Katie has gotten into the mindset of like, I'm the lead and I have to, I don't even think it's a selfish thing. I just think like when you get put in that position, like I have to rank these men because she, Greg's like the fact that there even is a list. Well, there has to be a list. I mean, like, that's there the does. Well, first of all, no, there doesn't have to be. Look at Claire. Like. I feel like Claire <laughs> decided that Dale was her guy, and look, the two of them are still together. Right, those have nothing. Odds. Nothing could get in their way. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, we've talked about this before, but I don't think that it's necessarily lip service when Chris Harrison always says, "You do what you want. Like mm-hmm. you make the rules. If you want, you want to have four fantasy suite dates, like." Okay, mm-hmm. you want to cut half the... I mean, I, I think that sometimes the leads feel like they have to follow an exact process mm-hmm. because that is the show. But I also understand Greg's point of like, I don't want to propose more than once, you know? Sure. It's interesting because, I mean, Katie essentially tells him that it's him. She does, but she also says... And I've seen some like I've seen I've I've heard rumors on the mm-hmm. internet. Sure, on the internet where you hear the rumors. Um that like they had some sort of off camera pact that like that she was basically telling him in even clearer terms off camera, like it's you. Oh, let's I see. Play, like, let's get through this. It's going to be see. hard. Yeah. Which I think is what she m- meant when she, because she says things like, we're almost there. Just right. hang in there. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Um, is she says a bunch hard, of things. It's going to be hard, but at the end, it's going to be worth it. Right. Yeah. No, she, um, I'm trying to find because I have some of the quotes in here, but it's the same type of stuff where she basically tells him. But I agree with 
with Greg's point of view, then like maybe you don't need to bone three other guys and go through. Like if you really know that this person is the person, don't put them through uh-huh. the shit of going through the show, which again just points to the general flaw of the show. Of the entire show. <laughs> Correct. And I mean, we've talked about this over and over again is like, how are you getting proposed to or proposing to someone when you were boning somebody else literally three days ago. Right. And then I think you get into a really interesting question of like, clearly some of the contestants are more okay with the general Mm -hmm. idea of the show than others. Mm -hmm. And like, cause I feel like especially some of the more like religious contestants have been like, getting proposed to or or proposing is a really significant thing for me. Like, I did not want to do that more mm-hmm. than once, and you right. took that away from me. Right, yep. I can't remember who said that. I want to say that it was, like, Becca Kufrin. I don't know. Somebody at one point was like, you took my, like, getting proposed yeah. to and turned it to shit. Yeah, which is a fair complaint. It is. I mean, I guess it is. I don't know. Maybe it's, sh- like... Sanctity of marriage, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like if you're going on that show, yeah. I, I personally would be like, Meh, you give me that big ass diamond from Neil Lane and we'll see how it goes. Well, like, also, you've got a point of like, how much can you believe in the sanctity of marriage if you're like on a TV yeah. show? Like also, this? like, what the fuck do I care how many people propose to me? Like, you don't have to say yes. I mean, to me, it's almost worse to be the guy having to like, mm-hmm. I think it's worse to have to propose multiple times. Oh, sure. Than to, than be, to be proposed like, to. Yeah. Anybody can propose yeah, to sure. me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm surprised Listeners. guys aren't falling at your feet all they the time. Are. <laughs> no, but um, clearly Greg is, uh, he just seems so in his own head. Yep. Well, and he really like, again, he takes a like legitimate concern and like turns it on Katie in like a mean way. He's really mean. Yeah. And that fight I would that is, I have in my notes like it's like arguing with a child cuz he's doing that thing that our 9-year-old does when she's real pissed off at us where he's just like acting like you're crazy. Yep. So she's like uh I can tell that you're not happy and he goes, "Why do you think that?" Right. And then she says, well, your body language, like, and she says, I know this whole thing sucks. What sucks? Yeah, just, it oh, is very childish. He's being childish, so, like, yeah. childish and yeah. combative. Also, we can tell that you're not happy because you haven't been happy for 10 seconds yeah, since you've we've, been here, Greg. We've never seen a happy yeah, Greg. I've never seen you smile. Um, yeah, he also, it does seem like some of this is about Katie's emotion, emotional response, and some of this is that Greg seems embarrassed that he was, like, so confident with his family and then it like fell apart i like, feel I like that. she humiliated him. yes yep. yeah and like that because he was like i told my mom that you were the one and i think that he maybe thought if i say it she'll right you know, like she's gonna say it back to me mm-hmm. right he thought if he put himself out there that it was gonna be returned yeah and- and it wasn't. It just wasn't in the yeah. way that he wanted. And yeah, I mean, again, like I, I do give Greg a little bit of validity in terms of uh, the ar- initial argument starting. But for sure, I mean, God, if this is the way that he handles conflict yes, in a relationship, that's right. like that's it, right. it just seems yeah. super toxic. Yeah. Well, also, 
So how much could he really love her if he's out the exactly. second there's a problem? Of course. Yeah, like, like, no, you didn't respond the way I wanted, so I'm going to go I'm home. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Like, oh, so clearly you were like mad. You were clear- so yeah. in love with her. So in love. She was yeah. definitely the one. Yeah, no, um, I agree. Yeah, so at the end, he says, um, he says something. So I deserve more than what I've been given from your side. Uh, there was a lot of talk about that line. What did you What did you make of it? He says um, that right at the end. He says, "I'm not happy here anymore," and he leaves. This is at the very at end? the very end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, say the say the line. So again. he says, "I deserve more than what I've been given from your side." I'm not happy here. Well, anymore. first of all, you don't. Well, meh. I was gonna make a little. You know, sar- sarcastic. Like you don't deserve anything, but I mean, you do. I, it's hard. I feel like stuff like this is hard because <laughs> you sign up for this shit, you go on this show, and like, no, I don't think that Greg. I sympathize with him for feeling like he's having to put his feelings out there and that she's not returning them in the way that he wants. Mm-hmm. But again, like, what did you think it was going to be like? Right. What did you think you deserved going into this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I think part of it, so here's my take is I think that Greg deserves more than this from the woman he's going to propose to, but he doesn't deserve more than this from Katie, if that makes sense. Like, I think if you were going, if you were like, I'm in love with you, I want to propose to you. And the person was like, I like looking at your face. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, I deserve more yeah, than this but in a again, relationship. Like, if that's the parameters of the show, he does deserve that from her. Well, that's that's what I'm saying is, like, I I just don't think that, that this show can give him what he wants. No, I, no, I, I, I do agree with mm-hmm. that. Um I think that it's a I think that the the contestants get a shitty like they're in the worst spot. Yeah. Because and I know it's it must be hard to be the lead. It's clearly a stressful position mm-hmm. to be in. But at the end of the day, you get impressed upon you over and over and over again that you need to be vulnerable, you need to be honest. Right. And that you don't ever get like it, I, I would do terribly on this show. Oh yeah, you never get the validity mm-hmm. that you're looking for. Yeah, it, it is fairly one sided, and it's not just. It's most of the contestants. I mean, there were a couple people who said "I love you" to multiple contestants. But oh yeah, most, I think Tasha did maybe. Oh, a lot yeah. of them have. I mean, Ben Higgins mm-hmm. started it, and then yeah. they basically all did it. Um. Don't go on the show. Like, why are you on the show? What did you think it was going to be? Yeah, well, that's, I mean, we've seen so many of that. You know, Michael probably shouldn't have come on this show. Uh, Greg probably shouldn't have come on this show. You know, honestly, the person who was like, I probably want to be The Bachelor is probably the one who should be on this show. the thing. It's like anybody that's going to do a decent job of handling this is like, do you really feel like you're ready for marriage at the end of it? Like, I don't know. I think maybe it's time to seriously reevaluate this entire process. Maybe. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, so we, we kind of glossed over. There was a very long, emotionally fraught conversation. Well, but I think we hit the, that whole night. Yeah. And then the next day, he's talking with Blake a little bit. And then mm-hmm. they fight again. And they fight again. So it was yeah. a lot. Um, so then Greg leaves. And Katie says, I am done, I am done, I am done, and locks herself in the bathroom. And there's just a long, long shot of her crying, like, outside the door of the bathroom. 
And then uh, Caitlin comes in and talks to her through the door. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of artistic doorknob yes. shots. Yep. And uh, Katie says, what questions do you have for me? <clears throat> no, she didn't say it that way. She said, I don't want to talk to anybody. And then Caitlin is like, well, do you want to talk to me? And she goes, sure. What questions do you have for me? She's annoyed at the fact that Caitlin, initially, she's annoyed at the fact that Caitlin is coming in as like a figment of the show to be like, hey, Katie, we need to talk about this on camera. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I read it the same way. Oh, okay. Yeah. That that, wasn't in your voice. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't inflect it correctly. But yeah, she's sort of like... Leave me like, why are you here to like question yeah. me about this? Yeah. 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 No, I read it the same way. Um, and so Caitlin was like, well, at one point I cried into my salad and said, I'm done. Um, so it's, you know, everybody. And then uh, Olivia Rodrigo spent all night crying in her bathroom. So. You want to leave that whole silence Dude, in? Dude, what is that? It doesn't even make sense. I spent the night crying in my no. bathroom. Sing it. Sing it. No. You sing it. I okay. Won't. All right. Stupid. <laughs> you, sir, are no Bob Saget. You know, I never claimed to be. And Bob Saget sang a song tonight about sticking a Q-tip in his wiener, yeah. and Ryan was dying. Oh, just dying. And you dying. just ruined that. Whatever that joke was meant to be, I don't know what it was. It was a Olivia Rodrigo reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so anyways, uh, eventually Caitlin goes inside the bathroom. And they talk together. Yeah. And uh, the gist of it is, so she says, Michael left, Greg left. The confidence that I thought I had is destroyed, mm-hmm. which your take is a smart one is like, it seems like these two were sort of like her top people and they both extracted themselves yep. now you're left from the with situation. Blake and yeah. Justin. Will with Blake's magical penis though. <laughs> I mean, Lord. And then at the very end, instead of a blooper reel, we get a goddamn yeah, like weird, yeah. mournful clip show of Katie and Greg. Jesus, that's unpleasant. And it is set to what I felt like was a rendition of that sad classical song that they play at the end of Titanic when the <laughs> ship is going down and all the classical musicians come back to play it to its watery death. <laughs> They're just playing as the ship is sinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Katie at the very end says, I want someone to book my flight home. So, man, the previews they showed for next week just make this look like a dour-ass finale. I we'll mean, we'll see. see. But, I mean, we had the same reaction last season. Matt's finale was so fucking dour. It's COVID. It is COVID. That's part of it. I mean, the the COVID, I think, like, the, the whole stress of the situation just bleeds into the show. All right. Um, but, we'll yeah. We'll see y'all next All right. week Good. for one hell of an ending. Yep.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.